Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Heroic Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, so at the sound of the barking, Jackson would immediately turn and start running up. Uh, he gets just to the door before his turn ends. The creatures that are attacking, as a group, they all start like running in different directions. Like there's, and, and they're moving in, in little groups. Um, you see that these ones start running up the steps to attack against the captain. You see another group of them run down toward the doorway to attack against Lumpaw and Jackson, who are in the doorway that goes below decks. You see that this group of them uh, that are toward the bottom of the ship come running up toward Butch. Another group of them go running. Actually, this group, this final group would actually probably run up toward Butch as well. So the ones that are surrounding the captain all start to attack against him. Of the, of, of the three that attack against him, two of them land their hits. The captain takes a total of... Captain takes a total of six damage from the three that are attacking him. Butch is also under attack from them. From a different group of them. From a yeah. different group of them. Because they're all grouped up, you're having a hard time being defensive against any one of them individually. Yeah. They are attacking with advantage. The first one rolls a 9, which I know misses. The next one rolls a 20, which would hit. You would take 4 piercing damage. Okay, okay. The third one would roll an 11, which I think misses. And the fourth one would roll a a natural 20, which would do 6 piercing damage. So you take a total of, what was it, 10 piercing damage over the course of this this combat? Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. The last group of them, two of them attack Lumpaw. Let's do one and then two. I think that only one of those is going to hit. No, both of them hit. Okay, so Lumpaw takes seven damage. And the other two attack against Jackson. Missing and missing. Okay, so Jackson is actually able to deflect ping, pang, pang from the different spear attacks coming in from these creatures. But you're surrounded on all sides by... Uh, fish things. What would you like to do? Oh, hell, I thought I thought mermaids would be a whole lot prettier than this. Where's everybody else? Come on! Come on! We got... We, we're getting attacked! 
Now I'm going to take my great axe. And I mean, these things are kind of small. It like, these things are way smaller than me. Um, am I going to be able to hit more than one with my great axe? I don't think you have an ability to let you do that, do you? No, I don't. They're just all standing so close together. Okay. So, um, let's, um, I- I'll just take my great axe and, at- and attack this one that's standing off t- like to the right of me. Right. And, uh, I'll just, I'll just smack. Wait a minute. What, what are they hitting us with? Spears, Spears. right? Yeah. Okay. And that would be piercing damage. Uh, yes. Yes. So I'm going to rage. <laughs> okay. So I, um, amongst other things, I will be, let's see. I gain advantage on strengths. Saving th- 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 seven resistance to bludgeoning, piercing and slashing. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to rage and then I'm going to, uh, use my great axe and, um, take it to the side. It, it works better when you do it from, the, from one side to the other. So start on my left and, Try to s- slice this critter's head off. Okay, roll for it. With the with, with the with the nine. So a nine is gonna miss, not by much, but it is gonna miss. Um, you come swinging in, you're raging, and your arms are puffy because you got your fur standing on end, and you come swinging in, and it just barely dodges out of the way. Like you said, it is relatively a small creature, especially in comparison to you. So, hmm. eh, let's chalk it up to that. Uh, do you take any movement? No. Um, and what I'd want to do is head up towards the captain and def- defend him just to get on his good side. But I, I'm surrounded. I've got, I've got four of these little frog people on me. Okay. Ari, it is going to be your turn. You are below decks. What would you like to do? I'm going to follow Jackson up. So I have a feeling that's probably going to take all my movement with 30... Uh, yeah, let's say that you would be put just in the doorway of the upper decks um, with 30 okay. feet. So I'm going to follow Jackson up. And hold on. This is the first time I've seen this. So let me just see where everyone's at real quick. Is there a way real quick off topic? Is there a way to see the other decks without actually being on it? Or is that an intentional gameplay thing? No, you cannot see what is okay. going on on the other decks when you're not there. <laughs> Perfect. And that's fine. I just wanted to make sure. I was just trying to imagine this in my head, and this wasn't how I imagined it. So let me... Ah, so you didn't see what was going on. Nope. Hey, that, yeah. That's, that's good, Casey. That's yep. that's good DMing. Neat, so right? I was I figured... the only one who could see all this stuff on yep. deck. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I am going to go ahead and... At the one closest to, me, I can still I can move and still attack, right? No, I can only move. You can't move yeah, and do a you spell can attack, the same. Absolutely. Oh, can, okay, um, the one that's closest to me, and I'm forgetting how to ping right now for some reason. So that one, yeah, awesome. I'm gonna go ahead and do uh, vicious mockery. So you have to do a wisdom save, and I'll let you know if it saves. I guess. I rolled a 17 on my wisdom save. Dang it! Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna miss a hundred percent um so i'm gonna turn to the murloc and look at it and be like 
Uh, you came to the right place if you were looking for a fight. Get ready because I'm about to strike with all of my... Oh my goodness, guys. Did you see how tall these masts were? Like, look at how big they are. I wonder if these creatures can go up just completely distracted for getting where in a fight. And I turned back to the murloc and I was like, oh gosh, I forgot. I was I was doing a... I was, I was going to do something. Crap. So you're the first person to say the M word. Yeah, you come running up on decks and immediately recognize these creatures for what they are. Um, and then as soon as you see them, you start imagining all this other stuff about masts and you completely lose track of things. Uh, Falcus, you're up. It's going to take you, you would have to movement and also dash, I think, to get uh, onto the, the upper decks. Unless there's portholes and things like that to climb through and climb up the side of the ship. Okay. Um, wow. Let's see this. So <laughs> you, Wow. I already saw, like, uh, I mean, I could hear the clambering up the stairs and the amount of guys who are out in this hallway here that I was like, I'm not going to make it up there in one turn. So you think it's going to be climb out the faster ship? to climb out a porthole and up two levels of a ship than it is to... <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of how much faster it would be, it would be in Falcus's style. So one of us is going to have to save Falcus. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> end up in the ocean again. There are at least it's not slick this time. It's not raining. There are portholes that you will have to squeeze a little bit to get through, but oh, they are unlocked. Have that extra food. You will be able to climb through them. I'm going to need a acrobatics check this is going to be for getting through the hole like you gotta like wiggle your way through it because it's kind of it's kind of on the small side and then from there I mean if you can get your feet under you you might be able to jump up on deck and be in the fight I hope to god you fail this roll and get stuck in the portal <laughs> although I don't hope you fail that would be awesome <laughs> that would be very good content Falcus rolled an 18 on the acrobatics check. All right. Despite the fact that we were all hoping for a Pooh Bear kind of a moment, you are able to <laughs> you are able to unlock the porthole and you do this cool move where you you lean out from it so that your back is to the water and you're facing the sky and you start like shimmying your way up through the hole and you climb your way up onto the stairs area um, uh, that leads up onto the bow. You've exhausted all of your movement, but you have your action, which actually right. I don't think I should give you because I think technically the acrobatics check would have been your action, but this is more fun. Okay, I appreciate that, and I will definitely take it. Um, I am going to... If I'm on the stairs, what do I have in sight? Who can I see? Pretty much everybody, right? You'll be able to see everything, yeah. In fact, here, we can do line of sight around the um, masts if you really want to. (laughs) Okay. Wow, you you can actually... Wow. That's really you, cool. You can make line of sight Wait, on these maps. Me, right? Now, is this different for everybody? Yeah. Move your token. I'm just going to move it. Oh, my goodness. You're kidding okay, me. Sorry, this is so cool. <laughs> Dude, listen. Roll 20 is good. Casey. I've, I've used... I've had people use roll 20 on, on in, in different ways. 
but I've never had someone like really, really use it to this full effect. This is crazy. I know you're my first DM, so when I say this, you're probably like, oh, you've never had another, but seriously, you are killing it. Like, this is an amazing experience. Great, because I feel like I was really dropping the ball on the whole social interaction thing. So I'm glad we're doing (laughs) I can do combat. I know how to do combat. (laughs) All right. um, Seeing that uh, we've got Lump John Jackson taking care of these four, um, Captain, I'm sure the captain can hold his own. I see Butch with surrounded by four. Um, I'm going to loose an arrow on. Let's go with this one right here. Better not corner. be a scatter shot. I tell you what, I don't need an arrow in a butt today. Rain of arrows. Uh, shoot with a twenty-two. A twenty-two will hit. And it's going to be nine piercing damage, and I have a friend within five feet, so do I also get my sneak attack? Yes, absolutely. It will take an additional six damage sneak attack. All right. Um, You shoot this one in the back, and it is just, and then falls down. Um, I'd I'd take my action surge, and uh, I will do another one on this guy here. Now with action surge, this is the first time really playing a rogue or rogue subclass. Um, would, if I use action surge, do I get another sneak attack? You do not. Sneak attack occurs once per turn. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to do another, another bow on the, uh, let's go with this one here. Okay. 21. A 21 will hit. Yep. It'll be seven piercing damage on that one. Okay, and it's this one directly to the south of Butch, right? Oh, to the side. Okay. To, to the side, yes. Okay, no problem. You deal your seven damage. It looks severely injured, but it is not dead. And that would be my turn. All right. The captain steps up, literally takes a step forward so that he's properly surrounded by these creatures and swings out with his great axe. So you see him swing his axe. And it looks like it's a good hit. And then his muscles bulge just a little bit. And he uses an ability that gives him just a little bit extra on that hit. So he rolls a total of 16 damage against this creature. It kills it. A forced critical hit. And he's able to do this once per day. Yeah, so he has an ability where he can just force the damage to be as though it were critically struck. And then he uses his other ability that he has where the extra damage, he dealt 16 damage and he it was some overkill. So he does deal a little bit of extra damage to the next target adjacent. He is able to cleave whatever the remaining extra damage was onto the next target. And you see as he picks up the great axe, he hit the first one, cut right through it, and then landed into the second one. His great axe is coated with the blood of these creatures. He has this look on his face that's not different from Butch's rage, but like it's not the same either. Like he just looks really angry, and he ends his turn. Man, I gotta get him to teach me that. Pirate Jackson, also surrounded by Murlocs, is going to try to hit. 
Okay, cool. So he reaches out and is able to deal some damage to one of these guys. Now, again, all of these dudes take another attack. Murlocs come swinging in with spears, first against the captain. That's going to miss. Again, against the captain. That's going to hit. Deals one piercing damage to the captain. Okay. Now the three that are the three now instead of four that are around Butch, they're going to stab in again because you're surrounded by them because these creatures actually have an ability that I invented called school tactics, (laughs) which is where they have instead of pack tactics where they have advantage because they're grouped. Um, Let's see. An 18 would hit you, right? Yes. Okay. You take three piercing damage uh, brought down to one because you're raging. The second one deals... That's a natural 20, so seven piercing damage rolled down to three, again, because you're raging. And the third one would deal, again, hits, and because uh, a 20 would hit, um, deals six damage, round down to three, because you're raging. Finally, there's these ones over here that are attacking against Jackson, Lompal, and Ari. This guy is going to take a step forward to get into Ari's range, and I think... None of your allies are within five feet. Okay, so he's just far enough away from the rest of the Murlocs that he's actually... Oh, actually, when they attack one at a time, it's kind of not that big a deal. Um, He rolls a natural one, which would miss Ari. How many more of them are there? Three? Okay, so the first one would attack against Lumpaw and Crit, dealing 10 damage. Um, That puts Lumpaw unconscious. Oh, no. The next one would attack against Jackson. Uh, 20 would hit, dealing two damage. And the final one would attack again against Jackson. A 19 would hit and deals one damage. Paul's taking the real hits, man. He got hit bad earlier, too. All right, Butch, it's your turn. You just watched the captain cleave down one and a half of them. You uh, missed on yours, but now one and a half of them have been damaged because Falcus jumped up, and you see that Ari has also joined the fight. So what would you like to do? This, this guy right here? Okay. I, I'm going to uh, use my great axe. Uh, and, and first, I'm going to... And I'm going to roll a 10. got to roll better dice, man. A 10 just like you make contact with it, but it deflects like just enough that you don't actually deal any damage to it. Well, at least they're not attacking my friends or the captain. You're doing a great job at that. Now, can I can I use Quaking Palm if I didn't actually hit him? Uh, yeah, Quaking Palm is its own ability. Okay, so I'm going to use Quaking. Do I have to use it on that guy? No, any target within range. Okay, I'm going to use Quaking Palm on this guy with uh, with full health. Let's see. So, Quaking Palm, as a bonus action, you may stun the target until the end of your next turn. It's a constitution save, right? Fails a constitution save. Um, I think a seven would fail against that. Yes. Okay. So which one was it? The full health one directly south of you or to the side? This one. To the side. Okay. So this one is going to be stunned until... Let's say that the little net is stunned. Until the end of your next turn, right? Yes. Okay. Perfect. Ari, you're up. Okay. 
Um, so I have noticed that Lumpaw is down, and I've noticed that Butch has has taken some hits, and he's looking a little rough. So I'm going to go ahead and transform into my worgen and say, some people will say being two-faced is a disgrace, but I embrace my mammal within, even if they think it's a sin, and like, rawr! Worgen time. Um, I'm going to go ahead and... Yeah, Butch is within 60 feet. Cast healing word on Butch. Uh, So I'm going to turn to him and say, I mean, it could be worse, but I digress. I won't stress on this anymore. And I will repress the urge to continue unless you want me to reassess the situation. No? Well, here's a little compensation for your cooperation. And I heal for six. Okay. Yeah, Butch, you get six health back. No problem. Yay! Let me just put that in my heal. Oh, that feels good. Ari, did action and bonus action. Do you have any movement that you want to do? Um, nope. I'm gonna. Well. Let me oh, see you didn't do. You didn't here. take an action. Oh, I'm so sorry. So the um, the transformation doesn't have any action economy. So you just yeah, transform. Yeah, the transformation right. is just okay. So all you've used is bonus action. Then what do you want to do? Yeah, um, I'm gonna go ahead and do. Um, where is it at? Because I'm losing all my stuff. Dissonant whispers on the Murloc. You, so you can't I think cast he... two spells in one turn. Oh, I can't cast two. Oh yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting that. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and do. Uh, it's very different in this one. I'm gonna do. I don't want to do the the claw. I want to do the bite. I'm gonna cast bite onto the Murloc closest to me. Okay. Yeah, so you go I and have bite to... Uh, 11. And 11 just hits. You deal... With 5 piercing. Okay, 5 piercing damage to the target. Um, you gain 5 temporary hit points, I think is how it's written, right? That one I thought was claw. Or was that bite? No, it's, it's bite. It's bite. Okay, let me... Alright, it's bite. So yes, I gain 5 temporary hit points. You know how to add temporary hit points in roll 20, right? I'm trying to figure that out here. Or not roll 20 in D&D Beyond. It's up near where your hit points are. There's a section that says temporary. How do I... Okay, so I got that one. How do I bump my armor class up one? Or are we just going to have to remember it's up one when I'm in working Um, for him? Yeah, I think we're just going to do it that way for right now. Okay, perfect. That's fine. It was auto and roll 20, so I didn't know if there was something I was missing here. So that is Mm -hmm. okay. I will remember I'm a 15. Okay. And that is my turn. Okay. Falkus, you're up. Alrighty then. I am going to, knowing that I watched Butch stun this one with Quaking Palm, right? Yeah. This one's mostly down, but I know this is a fresh attack that could potentially have bonus. I'm going to go for the one at full health and attack with my short bow. Okay. I hit with an 11. Yep, you sure do. Um, seven. Seven piercing. And five sneak attack. Okay, yeah, that's right. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you are able to kill this this creature. No problem. Again, peppering him. Perfect. Yep, that's all I got. I'm, uh, I am going to... Let's see. Let's actually move. No, you know what? I've got a good, I, I got a good view on these guys here, too. So I'm going to stay right here still. Okay, no problem. Um, the captain is going to swing with his great axe. He is going to... Oh, my goodness. 
I messed up. He has one extra ability that I completely forgot about. He does do multi-attack. So we're going to attack with a a 16 will hit. Um, he deals six damage to this one, killing it, and then the extra 10 damage to that one, bringing it almost all the way down. Uh, his second great axe attack, he is going to... Okay, kill that one. Perfect. So you watch as the captain just slice, dice, crunch, smack, and just destroys these two um, these two murlocs on the stairs. He bounds over them and comes running down the steps. His movement is 30 feet. He's already taken his action, but as an orc, he can bonus action aggressive run. What is it called? Aggressive. As a bonus action... Orcs can move up to their speed toward a hostile creature that they can see. So he is able to bonus action run all the way down here so that he is in range with the Murlocs that are surrounding Lumpaw and Jackson. Jackson is going to attempt an attack with his scimitar and hit. All right. So he's going to be able to kill this one that's been standing here. And the Murlocs get their turn seeing that they are very quickly being overrun. These creatures are going to try to turn uh, and beat a hasty retreat. They jumped onto this boat, seeing only a few people on board. More people came running up to join the fight. You guys are cleaving through them. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. The one that is not stunned next to Butch is going to try to he's going to try to run away. Butch, you can take an opportunity attack against the one who just turned and ran if you'd like to. I absolutely would. Okay. So we're just, it's just a, um, oh yeah, 22. Oh yeah, 22 easily hits, absolutely. And my damage is eight. Yep, he turns and runs and tries to get away, but as he does so, he is completely out in the open. His only support nearby is stunned to heck him back, and you are able to deal uh, enough damage to destroy this last murloc standing next to you. Um, the ones that are around um, Lumpaw and the captain and, and Ari are also going to try to run. Um, before they do, they are going to use their their puffer fish ability to drop one of the, one more of those stinky stink fish uh, right on the group. Um, as it bursts, I need Ari and Lumpaw and Jackson each to make, I think it's constitution saving throws. Ari rolled a 17. Okay, so that's an easy save. Lumpaw... Oh, Lumpaw is, is, is unconscious, so he's he doesn't make the save and wow you don't have I, to make you you're you're not near enough thank goodness <laughs> um jackson makes the save and shark tusks is nearby as well does falcus need a roll as well oh no you know what i'm sorry the reason you guys are like not sure about the range on this is because i haven't there's an aura on there but you guys can't see it there it's that uh, okay perfect um, so everybody within range who would need to make a save splashing all creatures with a poisonous slime each affected creature oh actually the murlocs have to make a save too but um, I'm not going to roll it for them because it doesn't super matter so the captain is 
uh, considered poisoned for the next minute? No, until they make another con save. So they did that in order to make it harder for you guys to hit them. But actually, most of you succeeded on your saves. So the first thing that happens is this Murloc tries to run away, and Ari, you are able to make an opportunity attack against it if you'd like to. Yes, I've never done that before, so I don't know how. So what do I It has to be a... You don't have the Warcaster feat, so you can't use it as a spell. Um, An opportunity attack would be any melee attack that you would make against a creature as it turns, drops its guard, and runs away without... So like Worgen Claw attack or unarmed... Okay, so... Either one of those, yeah. Worgen Claw attack it is. A 20. Okay, yeah, you are easily able to, again, the same as Butch. When it turns and runs, it drops its guard. It completely fails to uh, protect itself from your incoming attack. So, yeah, no problem. That one is destroyed. Um, This one... Uh, which is just south of Shark Tusks, also tries to run away. Um, Shark Tusks is poisoned, so he's going to be rolling at disadvantage uh, and is going to miss. This one goes running off and dives. Wait, what's the distance it runs? Okay, it get it just gets to the edge of the ship before it dives off the ship. Um Ugh. Also, this one runs away as well. Uh, it's within range of Jackson, so he can take a stab at it. Um, and he does hit, and he deals damage to it, but it's not enough to destroy it as it dives off the edge of the ship. Um, all of them have successfully... Es- well, the, the two that were able to escape have escaped. Two of them that tried to run uh, but were hit were killed. Uh, there is one left, which is stunned until the end of Butch's turn, which is right now. So, Butch, what would you like to do on your turn? On my turn, I'm going to try to chop this little guy in half. Just, you know, slashing to the side hasn't worked, and I'm, so I'm just going to bring it up right up. My great axe over my head and smack it right down on that stunned uh, mermaid looking feller. As it is stunned, you do have advantage on your attack roll. Go for it. That's funny because I also have an inspiration I could have used on both those times. Okay. But I didn't. Um, So, 14. That's okay. Do you think I remembered to use every ability that was on deck right now? I definitely didn't. I'm thinking now about one that I missed, but it's okay because some of them escaped, so maybe you might fight them later. Uh, A 14 would hit. Roll the damage for that. 10. 10 is almost enough to kill this creature, which is now that it's the end of your turn, it is unstunned, but it's not going to be its turn for some time now, so it's not like it can run. It's just standing there not stunned anymore. Right. Ari, it's going to be your turn. What would you like to do? Okay. Um, I'm trying to think here, actually. So this Murloc, so this is the only Murloc left on the boat, the one by Butch. Yeah, the one has survived the onslaught, but has not yet escaped. And that's this one that's on the edge of the boat. No, that one, that one's, that one made it off, um, as did. Oh, it did. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So the, it, I thought you meant another one. Okay. Looped into the water and, and disappeared. Okay. Um... I am going to go ahead and I'm going to go because I have double the movement speed now that I'm a worgen. I'm going to go right next to the murloc and I'm going to do worgen claw attack. 
Okay. And a natural 20. Wow. D- All right. I, I need to know what a natural 20 to round off this combat against a creature um, that had one hit point looks like. <laughs> um, it was a good vaporized. 20. So I'm going to kind of like, I'm not that I'm upset or anything. This is just annoying and frustrating because I just got off of duty and like was looking to relax. So I'm going to kind of like leap up and like come down on it, like claws out and just like swipe it from the head and it's so wounded and everything that it kind of like just I don't want to say slashes it like ribbon because I don't think I'm that powerful but it definitely like all the way down its body has like deep claw marks on it as it just kind of like wobbles a little and just falls over that's awesome so that is exactly what happens. We're talking about ribbons worth of fish I think that that was a cool imagery so I'm running with it this thing falls over dead there is a moment of quiet on the ship. It seems like, okay, maybe we're not under attack anymore. Immediately, Jackson turns to Lumpaw and starts to try to, like, patch his wounds. And he turns and yells down the stairs, like, as soon as any of you would like to come up and help, that would be lovely. We have injured on the ship. And then some of the I hesitate to say adventurers. Some of the pirates who are under uh, below decks that didn't come up for the fight start to come up to try to like give Lumpaw a hand because he is unconscious and bleeding, but not dead yet. Falkus will uh, like to take this opportunity, then uh, start picking through the bodies. Um, I mean, if they've got useful weapons, I mean, can always use more weapons. I'll throw those, start throwing those in a pile and start throwing the bodies overboard. What in the heck just? What in the heck just happened? Why we were t- attacked by mermaids? Shark Tusks turns to you as you say that, and he says, "It's the open ocean. It happens sometimes." Uh, good fight. You're the strike crew. Falcus is able to go around and start. You said you were looting. Yeah, I was separating um, fish sticks from weapons and. I'm assuming we're not keeping these bodies. I don't think murlocs are very tasty, so I was going to throw them overboard. Yeah, probably not. Um, you are able to gather one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine spears. Um, whether or not that'll be useful to the crew, you're like you're not super sure, but you figure, hey, man, weapons are weapons. We'll set them aside somewhere. Uh, you also find one more gross, stinky, bloated poison fish that man you're like uh, I don't I, it could be useful in a fight if another fight breaks out in the next three minutes but I kind of don't want to you're, you're kind of grossed out by it so you're not sure I'm gonna like hold it up like like Tisha do we want this she is a a light purple color her skin but you see like green start to show around her around her like she's getting literally she's starting to get green around the gills she's oh no and starts waving her hand like get that off the ship all right i'll do so i'll just turn around and throw that off what are you you just gonna throw it back to the murlocs (laughs) so they can throw it back at us i'm thinking as soon as it hit the water it exploded I wasn't going to do that, but actually that's a really funny idea. You throw it out. They throw it back. No, that's you throw it off the ship and nothing bad happens. Nothing bad comes of that. Ari, are you staying in Worgen form or are you switching back? 
Um, I'm gonna go ahead and switch back to to humany form. Okay. Um, yeah, and then at that point, you guys can start, you know, getting rid of the bodies and everything else. Um, all of this happens. Billy steps out onto the deck from the kitchen, looks around, and turns around and goes right back in to start cooking dinner. Like, I'm not dealing with this. This is on you guys. Oh, man, I like Battleton. Right, so was that poison or was that acid? Having experienced it directly and then resisted it, Ari would be able to tell you that it was poison. Well, those poison fish aren't really anything to be messed with, are they? Stinky poo fish gas. I love how no one has corrected me when I keep saying mermaids. But, um... (laughs) Alrighty, did you say that the... Okay, the captain said it happened sometimes, good fight... What did he say? We're the strike crew. What does that mean? The cleanup crew? Or what What does strike mean? In this it means we're probably stronger than the most of the rest of his crew. He didn't elaborate. We're going to be the lead. Yeah. I don't know I'll what that ask means. Him. I'm going to go. Can I go? Can I go talk to the captain? Yeah, you can do anything you'd like. I'm going to go. I'm going to go ask the captain. Unless, wait, you're not on duty, right? No, uh, I think Butch is still. I'm, I'm assuming it's not even. Wait overnight yet? I'm gonna go back to the um, bow and and look real hard in the water for more Murlocs. Okay. Uh, Falcus is gonna get cleaned up because after touching that fish, his hands stink really badly. And uh, and then go back to trying to take a nap before his shift. Okay, that's no problem. Um, Ari, you approach the captain. Captain, sir, can I can I ask you a question? Real quick. What do you need? When when you say strike crew, what exactly should we be like expecting? What does that entail? Judging by that fight, you are going to be the team that investigates Plunder Isle for us. And that would be that would be me and my my two faithful cohorts, Butch and Falcus. Yeah, I was a little nervous about the idea of sending the entire crew on shore because there's, you know, who knows what could happen to the ship in the meantime. And it seems silly to just hang out here by myself while the rest of everybody goes out. But you guys seem like you're more than up to the task of dealing with whatever might be on the island. And then the rest of the crew can remain here for, you know, their duties on the ship. I think that'll work out for the best. How often do attacks like this happen on the ship? I mean, you've been here since, well, since the beginning, I can imagine. Is this the first or should we expect more of these? Uh, It's not the first time a ship has been attacked by murlocs out at sea. I'm sure it won't be the last. (laughs) Well, Um, I meant particularly your ship, sir. No, we've never, we, this ship hasn't seen war, uh, uh, murlocs so until today, but we've seen other ships. We've seen, you know, angry sea creatures that have come and tried to that's why we set a watch and last last question real quick because i know you're very busy and you have so much <laughs> going on plunder island what what should we expect from there a lot of the crew seems to be kind of wondering what we're gonna find and i'm not gonna lie if i'm part of the strike crew i want to make sure i have as much information as possible to be as successful as i can roll a persuasion check I don't, I don't think seduction is going to work on, on this, on this, this orc 
Look at this captain. I don't know. No, I don't Persuasion, think. Persuasion, you said? Yeah, I don't think that we're doing a seduction thing. I think that what you're trying to get him to do is. I think he knows more information. Like, I'm not, like, stroking his cheek or anything yet, but. Right. So. I wrote a 12. Okay. So he. You lay out that, like, hey, man, if we're going to go on the island, it's best if we know what's up, you know, upcoming. Um, and with the 12, he would say basically that he's never been there. No one on the ship has ever been there so far as he's aware. Um, but he knows that any keep that would be in the jungle that has been abandoned would have probably been overtaken by the jungle. And he's concerned about, you know, large feral creatures. He's concerned about if it was an old pirate fortress, he's concerned about the presence of thieves or bandits or protections, traps, things of that nature. Um, he doesn't have any specifics to share with you about what you might expect to see other than that. Um, the, the, the rolling higher than a 10 got you that conversation instead of an order to get back to work. Okay. So I, I gained some, some, I don't know confident points. I don't know. I'm just gonna, I feel like our conversation's done here. Like I can tell he's kind of to the point, whatever. So I'm just going to be like, you know, thank you for your time. Like, I, I served you kind of like a mock little, not mocking mock. him, but like a, <laughs> like a little salute because I'm just trying to get out of here and just scurry over to where Butch is. Okay. Okay, so you come over to me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ari, Ari, I ain't never seen nothing like that before. Yeah, I say I was just talking to the captain. It doesn't sound like this crew has had to encounter anything like this before. This is kind of new territory for them. Well, I hope we don't get to too much more fighting in, in this journey. Well, <laughs> Butch, dear, I'm going to have to burst your bubble. You remember when he said we were the strike crew? That meant cleanup crew, right? It's clean already. Nah. <laughs> That meant, Butch, that your fighting skills impressed that good old captain so much that he's decided to send you, me, and Falcus out to this plunder aisle first while the rest of the crew stay here. Oh, so, dang welcome it. to a promotion. Oh. <sighs> well, just don't let Falcus know I didn't do any damage to those creatures. Killed one? I'd oh, I'm sure. Yeah, you can one. Falcus knows. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't want him to know that he saved my neck back there. I, I don't think I could bear it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he doesn't hold those kind of grudges. I just kind of come up and like, uh, do like the little cheek pinch thing. And I'm just like, oh, Butch, dear, don't worry. You hold your own and we all know you can... Swing that great axe when you need to. Just not when mermaids are around. Well, it was it was your first time occurring, encountering, I think, murlocs, dear murlocs. So, what? you know, we'll forgive you. I don't understand why so many, there's so many, like, like, like stories about these singing mermaids everywhere trying to, like, s seduce sailors. And they're ugly as heck to me. I don't get it. And they, they certainly didn't s sound like they were singing. Or they're singing what good. I'm sure that there is a person out there who thinks that those murlocs 
are adorable, innocent little creatures, but th- those aren't the mermaids of the stories you've been you've been hearing, Butch. I sure hope not. I'd like to see a pretty mermaid. Don't know what I'd do with one, but <laughs> anyway, I need to oh, uh, I need to get get to work here. Perfect. Oh, I'm gonna by let the way, you... by the way, by the way, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I told I, I told I'll tell I told Billy um, b- about Jackson. Oh, having, how that? What did he say? He's, he said he'd take care of it. I don't know what that means. I guess we'll find out. I'm a little curious if if he's going to tell the captain what the captain's going to do. I personally don't want to cross this captain until we have to, especially after watching him fight. Yeah, I can use a few lessons from that if I'm going to be <laughs> honest. But uh, uh, listen, we don't need to cross the captain if we, you know, uh, conv- convince him or at least convince Billy that other people have. That's true. I think Billy, as much as, and I am 100% honest, we will not harm a hair on Billy's head, but his part in this is getting bigger and bigger the more time we spend on the ship. Even though he doesn't quite know it yet. Well, at least he can cook. Oh, I I will stand by that. (laughs) Speaking of cooking, I feel like dinner should be ready soon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you guys have this conversation. Um, the combat started kind of toward the beginning of the afternoon, no, the evening watch. Um, toward the end of the evening watch, dinner starts to get prepared. The crew, minus Lumpaw, who is still downstairs recovering, is able to come in and sit down and have themselves a meal. Um, after which point, I mean, unless there was anything specific you guys wanted to take care of during dinner time, um, after which point Falkus would take evening watch. Uh, the part of the conversation that happens at the table is that you guys, because you're flowing with the current, um, you're making pretty good travel time. You're going to make it to Plunder Isle probably first thing in the morning tomorrow. Um, after everything is said and done, uh, you know, people would, would go back out to their duties, and I would need Falkus to roll a perception check for his uh, portion of the watch. You got it. You said perception? Yeah. Twelve. Okay. It's starting to get dark out. It's starting to get harder to see. However, you were chosen for this duty because you have that elven uh, dark vision. You're able to actually, you're doing okay. You're perceiving the world and whatnot. You look around. You don't see any ships. You are concerned about creatures in the water. So you are taking a look at the water as well. And actually things seem like they're being okay. You take a look off the back end of the ship and you don't see like you're being, it doesn't seem like you're being followed by the few that got away. So, okay. All right. Maybe they learned their lesson. Maybe they're not going to be back. All right, cool. No big deal. It seems, seems okay. I'd like to, you know, Yes, that's supposed to be my job, to be looking out over the water, checking around there. I also want to check down at the deck, and I want to see if there's anybody, any of the crew, who may be out on deck doing anything odd or weird that might catch my eye. Uh, On deck? No. Um, What's going on on deck is that there was a lot of mess left from the fight, because the person who was supposed to be on swab duty got injured and was brought downstairs. Um... There wasn't a specific order given to go clean up to make sure that everything got mopped up, so no one volunteered for it, and it just didn't get done. Given a moment's thought, you consider that maybe the reason for that is that the first mate and the captain 
maybe slightly distracted by the fact that there was a fight recently, forgot to say something about it, or perhaps the DM forgot to say something about it until just now. But generally, no, you don't see any crew wandering around. It seems like everybody's basically below decks. Okay. It, it could also be because the swabby is half dead downstairs. Right, so the swabby is half dead downstairs, so he didn't do the job, but then the DM forgot to tell a different character to do the job, so it's still gross. And mm. here we are. I'm gonna, um, before I head to bed for the overnight watch, relay to Falcus what I relayed to Butch, just basically um, letting Falcus know we're the strike crew, and that just means Plunder Isle is us going in first, and uh, that the ship hasn't ever really been attacked before. I don't know if Butch is still up here with us or where he is. I was hanging out in the galleys. Yeah, I kind of figured as much based on uh, the performance I saw from the other crew and the lack of the other crew on deck. Yeah, I was kind of shocked. Well, that just means that if we find anything on that island, uh, you know, nobody else has to necessarily know how much we find if we find anything on that island. That is true. We do have the... uh the power of, I don't want to say secrecy, but stealth on our hand with the three of us going in. Because Butch is always stealthy. <laughs> it's a big island, Butch can be as loud as he wants. <laughs> well, with with uh, the three of us being in cahoots, you know, we can definitely uh, um, make our, our decisions and uh, whatever we find and see, we could potentially keep private to ourselves, much like the bear claw. <laughs> find another claw to steal? Absolutely. Yeah. Or multiple claws. Oh, uh, did Butch talk to you about Jackson? No, what's up? Uh, he talked to, to Battlechin. I guess Battlechin's gonna take care of the, the poison thing. Acid thing. Battlechin's gonna take care of the acid thing for us. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Poor guy. Jackson's right, I, actually not that bad of a guy. Yeah, but when you come into this, we'd have to make certain sacrifices and I mean we've already promised to keep Billy alive I don't know how many promises we can keep on that front yeah I'll pass on some of the information I learned earlier from talking to them all with like that uh, Jackson actually brought uh, two-toed ping onto the onto the crew so the two of them are going to be real close together on on backing each other up too so we got to watch out for for ping if, if anything should come to Jackson he's going to be involved too okay Gives us some ideas in case we decide to uh, sabotage certain people. We know who has each other's backs and who's more upfront about their motives here. Sounds good. Go get some rest. I'll see you guys in the morning. So would this count as a short rest? I'm going to bed. I've decided that I'm... No, we're we're at nighttime. Um, We're in long rest territory at this point. Sweet. I just want to get back my stuff. How does that work for me having watch overnight? You went back to bed after the battle. And elves sleep less, so that that would be, I don't know. You would have enough time at the end of your shift, as the morning shift starts, to grab your four-hour meditation. Sounds good. All right. I'm saying I'm just going to go to sleep, so I don't know what Butch is doing or if he's doing anything. I'm snoring. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so everybody heads back down to the crew quarters, except for Falcus, who's still on watch for the remainder of the evening. You guys all get your your rest on. Um, the following morning, the morning crew starts to get to work on, you know, getting their uh, uh, their their first their first shift watch. Um, 
Tisha starts with doing another equipment uh, inspection, especially now that they've just had a combat on the, on the ship. They want to make sure that there hasn't been any like proper damage done. Um, you guys are not very far off from Plunder Isle at this point. You have enough time to get your uh, focus, your four hour meditation. Uh, everyone can have a breakfast and they start to arrive at the island, at which point the three of you would be ordered off ship to go and to go and explore the keep to make sure it's safe and to return with a report about, you know, are there um are there supplies that we can take? Are there treasures going on? Like, what's the what's the situation on on Plunder Island? Okay. Yeah, so I guess we'll be on the main deck then at this point if we've done breakfast and all that. And at what time are we st- stopping? I'm hungry. Um, we're at a Me good too. place to stop right now. If you guys want to, is there anything else that anybody wants to do on the deck of the ship? after you've been ordered, okay, so go to the island and investigate, but before we call it for the day. Yeah, but do we want to have a quick meet about Jackson? Or do we want to... So has the captain been told about Jackson yet, basically, is what we're trying to figure out? You do not know whether or not the captain has been told about Jackson yet. You do know that you gave that info to Billy, and Billy told you he would do with it what needed to be done with it. Um, you don't know what that entails necessarily, but Jackson is Jackson is present at breakfast. So he's at his morning shift, I'm assuming. Yeah. So you're not okay. No one's hundred percent sure yet. The one person who didn't come to morning breakfast was Lump Paul. He's still sleeping off his injuries. And maybe I'm gonna say well, oh, good. Jack I mean Jackson should be on the lookout. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I I, I feel like um Battlechin likes he wants to he, he's not going to try to throw anybody under the bus or throw anybody off the ship and I'm sure he's probably doesn't want to see anything bad happen to Jackson so I'm wondering if he's going to do the the nice thing and go talk to Jackson and say hey do you have any acid do you have a vial of acid oh hand, try it, o- to hand it over hand it over I'm not going to say anything to captain we're gonna you know so what I'm getting at is I'm wondering if if we were to talk to Battle Chin and find out if he talked to Jackson and see if he confiscated it from him. And then I don't know what we would do with it then. You know what I mean? Um, if then we could get with, if Battle Chin got it, then we can get with Battle Chin later and try to get it from him to use for some reason or another. Maybe we ask him to bring it with us onto the island. I, I'm just. We could thoughts. dispose of it on the island. What do you think, Sal? I think if Battle Chin, I think if Billy caught the acid and wanted to keep that from the captain, he'd have just thrown it overboard. Okay. Probably, yeah. I see what you're saying. Okay. So right now, right now we know, we've told Billy... Jackson's still at work. We're getting ready to go to the island. So we assume Billy has the knowledge, hasn't done anything with it yet. And we're just geared up to go to the island. Works okay. We have been sound- ordered to go to the island and that's what we're going to do. Perfect. So I think, I don't think there's anything else on the ship we need to do. So I think this is a good. Okay. Then the next time that we return, we're going to do some exploring on an island. We are, when that's all wrapped up, 
We're going to come back to the ship with the report of what's going on on the island, what we found, what's all going on, which was what you were ordered to do. And then on the return journey, maybe some sabotaging. Now that you have an understanding of who each of these characters are and you have an understanding of what their, some of them, what their goals are and what their relationships are with each other. And maybe you'll be able to make something happen. The party has survived a school of murlocs and has arrived on Plunder Isle. No one knows what they'll find here, but whatever awaits, our heroes can handle it. Probably. While they're on the island, they'll have plenty of time to come up with a plan for how to deal with the Bloodsail Pirates and help out Billy. And hey, maybe they'll even get rich. We'll find out how it goes next week when we queue up for more Heroic Dungeons and Dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroicdnd, where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.